Welcome to your Veterans Resource Podcast, Return to Roots. This podcast is for service members and their family members regarding retention, transition, and reintegration from active duty to veterans in the community. Hi, I'm your host, Chris Elder, an active duty senior chief in the United States Navy. My partner in crime slash host is Yogi Hernandez, who's an active duty chief in the Navy. Together, we are documenting our experiences as we prepare to transition and reintegrate into the community. Every podcast will have actionable content that will benefit American service members and their families, as well as those who have already transitioned and reintegrated. We got some exciting news. My transition timeline 365 is now on the Android and Apple App Store. Go on there, download it, track your transition timeline, find Return to Roots Mildevet inside of the app where you can find new updated episodes and get the most up-to-date information on your transition because your transition and reintegration into the community is priority. Enjoy the app and enjoy this show. This material is intended for a mature audience. If you have little ears within earshot, please make sure that you listen to it before you allow them to listen. We encourage people to utilize Courage to Call 211 if you have any suicidal ideations or if you just need somebody to talk to, 211 is a great resource. Davon, welcome to Returns to Roots. Davon will be talking to us about WGU University, Western Governors University. It's an online university that works with service members their families, their spouses, and it meets you where you're at, right? It allows you to have your own schedule and allows you to be able to work with what you need. So welcome to the podcast. I would like for you to tell us a little bit about the university. And then from there, we'll, you know, we'll go into a little bit deeper into that stuff. Yeah, absolutely. So first and foremost, Chris and Yogi, I just want to thank you all for creating this space. I think that the mission that y'all have is extremely important. And um, I think that is really important, especially as we're transitioning from the military and doing things that we uh, that we do things to fill our bucket, because a lot a lot of our buckets were filled up with stuff that we probably didn't want to have to fill them with in our time. Uh, um, there's a lot of joy in the things that we do in the military. There's a lot of take a deep breath and suck it up. And I think that what you all all are doing is phenomenal. There's a gap that's out there. And, and one of the biggest things that veterans, that transitioning service, that active duty service members need to know more than anything is that they're not alone. And I believe that what you're doing, the space that you're creating has created a medium to ensure that that's happening. So thank you for that, gents. Now, uh, let's talk about WGU, man. WGU, I wish I would have known about Western Governors University part of the military. I was actually a recipient of the uh, AEV, which is the Advanced Education Voucher. Um, I'm one of those guys that it took about 15 years to get my education done with all of the turning and burning, you know, uh, the rate that I was, a gunner's mate, you know, we're running and gunning all the time. And so we, I didn't have very much time or stability. Maybe I got an eight-week block here and, and this and that. But um, WGU uh, is a great school because it, it aligns with what the military mantra is. Um, and that is LIP2. And I say LIP2 because it's an acronym. And you know how much we love acronyms in the service. So LIP2 is learn it, you prep, you test out, or you show some type of practical uh, application, right? And then you move on to the next. And so you're not doing any busy work. You're not, not being in classes for X amount of time. At the end of the day, what matters is, is do you know the material? Can you show that you are competent in material and, and get it done? And so we're not 
on the regular scale of other schools. Uh, and what I mean by that is the grading scale. If you show competency, then you are good to go. And so, like I said, it aligns perfectly with what we do. Uh, when you went into the military and you got your NEC, your MOS, your A school, or your AFQT, um, when you went and, and you did that and it showed like, all right, this is the job that you're going to get. They threw you in there and they was like, they were like, learn it, get it done. Right. And it's the same thing that you can do at WGU. The best part about what we do is that we're focused on four areas, uh, business, healthcare, uh, K through 12 and IT. And the reason why we're focused on those areas, because 25 years ago, 19 governors decided that working adults needed a way to upskill and to be able to pivot. Right. And COVID just happened. Right. And so with all these things that are going on in the world, people sat in their houses. And they're like, yo, it's time to upskill and it's time to pivot. So we've been in the game for about 25 years. I've been a military SPM. I actually was the first military SPM to get hired uh, by WGU. We have a team of military personnel that are ready, willing, and able, and actually live the military lifestyle uh, from, from every service, right, uh, with the exception of the, of the uh, Space Force. Uh, and we have military spouses on our team as well. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. Uh, one more thing that that actually there's a couple of things that I want to bring up that that WGU does right we want to make sure that you go to school and we want to make sure that you finish and so just like when you went on Liberty to all those ports when you were uh going out we give you a battle buddy that's your mentor your mentor is going to be there to guide you every step of the way because it's not about how you start it's about how you finish and another thing is this you have quick access to all of your instructors you can shoot them an email they have out office hours on the weekends but our IT program and I love to talk about this when you're thinking about the sailor that wants to uh, show that he or she is going to school, um, sometimes they don't get the credit on their evaluation because they're just going to school. Our IT program is packed full of 11 to 14 certifications that you get that are embedded within the programs. And we actually pay for those. Other schools are gonna prepare you for them, but not pay for them. And on top of paying for them, if you fail, we understand that life is what happens when you're busy making plans. So we'll give you a second chance voucher. Now, if you mess up, Foot to foot to backside, you should have been prepared for it. Uh, it's time to time to time to pay a little bit extra uh, to get it done. But at the end of the day, at the end of the day, uh, uh, we want to make sure that that you're fully successful. We're not making you pay for books. We're not making you stay in class for no reason. Again, you learn it, you prep it, you test out, and you move on. And we 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 want to be known as the most student centric school. So. Um, yeah, that's our mission. Uh, and, and at the end of the day, I'm able to fill my bucket working at WGU because uh, I get to do what I was doing in the military and they pay me for it. Blocking and tackling for sailors, soldiers, Marines and airmen and everybody in between. So with WGU, how is it better than a traditional college where you have like a semester hours and all that stuff? Uh, does it provide any flexibility for military or for family members? That's actually a great question. It, it does actually provide flexibility uh, um, for anyone. So WGU actually home office is in, in, in Utah, right? And so we have partnerships, this wide array of partnerships, uh, kind of like Aegis, right? We have this wide array of partnerships uh, with, with every state. Um, and that's so that wherever you move, you can continue your education. Uh, we have somebody on a team. Uh, her name is Sky. She's pretty awesome. She was uh, in the Navy. She was an aviator, and then she got out, um, middle to middle marriage. Um, and she was in California, and she was trying to be a teacher in California. So she was like, 
a year away from graduating, uh, they moved to Florida, got PCS'd, and had to do everything over again, right? Every single thing. At WGU, you don't have to worry about that. Our teaching program, our teacher's college program has a web that's across all 50 states. And not only do you get certified in the state that you're in, but you also get certified, dual certified in Utah as well. And so that flexibility is, is that your degree is going to move with you. Um, we're going to work with you, uh, especially if you have to do, let's say you're a nurse or, or you're trying to become a nurse or, or upskill and become, um, get, you know, get your um, BSN to your MSN, Right. Um, your bachelor's in, in, in nursing to your to your master's in nursing. Um, if you wanted to do that, we're going to work with where you are and make sure that we have that we connect you so that you can get your clinical hours done. Right. And so the flexibility is there. Another thing that I did want to bring up is that we do have a bunch of scholarships that are out there for military uh, military personnel. Now, it's OK. I, and and you, you said something earlier that I kind of want to bring up. You said what makes WGU better than all the other schools? And I'm gonna tell you this right now. I think that all the schools are out there doing great things, right? There, there are some that are getting pushed out on the side and, and for whatever reason they are, but I believe that every school that you see on that list of military friendly and all that other stuff, they are, they are pushing the needle to ensure that service members have a streamlined way to get to, to attain their educational success. The thing that sets us aside from the rest of them is that, we sincerely want to make sure that that you don't just look at us as military friendly, but military focused. So every scholarship that we offer to the service member, we also offer to the family, with the exception of the ones that are, you know, for active duty scholarships, right? Um, because you got to be active duty to get that scholarship. But we do everything that we can because we understand that a sailor is a whole person. Right. And, and, and to look at them from that comprehensive area, you have to take into account their dependents. You have to take into account their spouses. You have to take into account the fact that they can at a drop of a dime PCS. You got to take into account that at 12 o'clock at night, sometimes they're up studying. They should be able to take a test and turn in whatever and communicate with people. And so uh, uh, to full circle the flexibility piece, you could take a test anywhere, anytime, um, because we are 100 percent online. So 100% online, um, I want to pivot a little bit about the questions and I want to ask more about the financial side of things and how, do they, how does it work? Because <laughs> um, I know, at least for me, right, that's always a question that I have in the back of my, man, my head. Is this tuition assistance uh, TA accepted? Is this only solely focused on the GI Bill? Is this what kind of, if, if I'm going to be using my GI Bill, but I'm still active duty, how is that gonna take away from my um, benefits later on down the road? Or if I'm a spouse, right? Or a child of a military member, how does my um, my money- How does that work with that... your- Yep. Right, right, right. Okay. Great, great question. Great question, Yogi. I'm glad you thought it up. So first and foremost, uh, we are, and, I, and I, of course, I got to do the plug. We are one of the only schools that has a uh, partnership with the uh, Community College of the Air Force, so the CCAF, as well as the, um, the U.S. Navy Community College, right? And so what that means is, is that obviously we're nationally accredited, uh, so we take our accreditation extremely seriously. But when it comes to tuition assistance, chapter 31, chapter 33 and 35, we are all in on all of those programs. So we accept all of that. Now, the area 
And, and let me address TA real quick, all right? TA and all of the services, they get really, it gets really convoluted depending on which service it is that you're talking about, right? They'll say that, you know, uh, $4,600 annually and you could take this, this many classes. Um, all of that is, is, is the same across all services. Sometimes the Navy says you're gonna get six classes or 18 units or so on and so forth. With us, if you are a full-time student and you're coming to WGU, once you're a TA, Let's say you, you know, our, 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 our classes are, our, excuse me, our tuition is a six-month tuition. So you pay and you take as many classes as you want within, within six months, right? And so what that means is, is that when your TA normally runs out, because every other school is going to give you $250 per hour, right? $250 per hour for your, um, for your lower division classes or your, your bachelor degree classes and $275 per hour for your master's classes. Once that runs out, you're going to come out of pocket regardless. So let's say with the Navy, they they give you six, and I'm only using the Navy right now because, you know, clearly Navy chief, Navy pride, right? They're going to give yeah. you six classes per year. So you're going to take six classes over eight weeks, right? Eight-week courses, maybe, and then with some universities, maybe a little bit, little bit less, four-week courses. Once you're done with that, you're paying out of pocket, right? With WGU, you're doing six months regardless. And in that six months, you can take as many classes as you want. So when you submit your full time that I'm only taking 12, if you get done with those 12 classes faster, we're not rebilling the GI. We're not rebilling uh, TA, right? It's already been submitted. You go in and you work with your mentor and you just keep on adding the classes, right? Now, on the flip side of that, if you decide that you want to be a full-time student and you don't make the mark, then you're going to have to work with WGU and talk with our financial people because those are going to be some expensive classes if you only take one. Right? Right? So that makes no, sense. That makes sense. All right. Yeah. Now, let's get into the GI Bill. For our active, our, before we get into the GI Bill, our active duty, this is perfect. This is wonderful, especially those folks that are short on time that are trying to make a pivot. I just talked with the gunner's mate, senior chief uh, at CPO Pride Day last year, and he said he wanted to get into IT. And I was like, I, I was a gunner's mate. I make things go boom, boom, right? Um, and so, you know, we related with each other with our little handshake and our, you know, knuckle dragon and everything, which is what we do. But he wanted to get in and start doing it. So some of the things that you do in the military will qualify you for some of our programs and allow for you to get in, right, to make sure that you meet those prerequisites. He currently has four certifications right now and is like plowing through everything and is and is talking about, hey, it's time for me to transition. They're headhunting me now, right? And those are certifications without a degree, right? And so if anybody wants to just get it knocked out, get there, and they have that motivation to get done, WG, there's no other school that is out there that's going to allow for you to do that, right? Hands down. I'm going to say that right now. You can take clips of this and, and, and whatever. There's no other school that is that is going to be accredited like we are that is going to help you get to the finish line faster than we are. Now, when it comes to the GI Bill, all right, I'm going to be completely honest with you, Right? Let's say that I live in California, and this is one of the hardest things that I have to grapple with when I'm talking to sailors, soldiers, Marines, uh, and guardians. By the way, they're going to be guardians of the galaxy, uh, but I'm, I'm a little geeked about that. But I'm, I have a hard time, right, pushing, pushing for someone who uh, has financial issues or is afraid and doesn't know where they're going to get their next, next meal from saying, hey, come to WGU when you have the California P 
piece. And, and it's not just the California piece, it's different areas, right? Where the rent is extremely high, it's hard to live, okay? Because we're 100% online school, they're only gonna give you 870, I think it might be 915 or something. That is what the online rate is gonna be, right? That's it. And so it's hard for me to be able to justify and be like, hey, uh, hey, E5, just now getting out, not knowing what you wanna do. Uh, come to WGU. Now, I think that there is something that we should address, SMART goals, right? SMART goals, right? Uh, uh, they have to be specific. They have to be measurable. They have to be attainable. A lot of people will say realistic, but I'm going to put the R as relevant and then timely. Now, let's talk about that relevant, okay? Anytime that I'm engaging with anybody, when it talks about them coming to school, I, I first try to learn who they are, where they're at, and what their goals are, like their, right, their time span. Because What's relevant to one person may not be relevant to the next. I could have an E5 who's getting out of the military, uh, who's not going to make very much money, who's like gung-ho and is like, you know what? I'm getting these IT certifications. It's the fastest way that I'm going to be able to do it. Boom, let's go, right? Relevant means not only relevant goals that align with what, what you want to do, but also they have to be relevant with your, your personal situation. And so those are the conversations that I have with service members that are transitioning, that do the GI Bill, because again, we take it all. We take it all, right? And we're very generous with the scholarships that we give as well to service members. Just wanted to put that plug in there. But I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, gonna try to be like, oh, you need to come to WGU uh, when I know that somebody has financial issues because I'm not gonna have, have someone ask, you know, or, or make the decision or, or weigh the scales and be like, uh, do I get a meal or do I go to school? You know, um, I, I think that that's not not ethical or moral, and it doesn't really fill my bucket. What fills my bucket is making sure that we're the right fit um, for that sailor, soldier, marine, or guardian, uh, and 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 going from there. So, great question. I appreciate that. So, moving on to spouses, yeah. Um, how how does WGU help out? Uh, uh, military and veteran spouses when it comes to balancing their work life and children and all the other stuff that they got going. Yeah. So, so with it, uh, it's not lost upon me that it is March. So it's women's history month. So shout out to all the sheroes that are out there. Um, uh, whether you be a, a full-time mom or on the front line doing it, whatever, um, hats off to you. And I appreciate you all. Um, I am going to say this, um, WGU does everything that it can to knock down barriers for uh, military spouses. Um, and I know that I just now said uh, spouses only for women, but spouses are men too. Um, so I just wanted to throw that out there as well. So, the, hey, look, I'm, I'm being completely honest. Listen, listen, listen. My pops, I gotta, I gotta be honest with you. My pops would work full shifts and come home and cook the greatest meals in the world. And so like now, like, the way that I get my day off of me is going home and cooking up something nice. I actually made made some pesto chicken uh, just before we got got here. So, um, but yeah. So 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 what we do is is we break down barriers again. It starts with the scholarships that we have. It starts with the fact that we are 
We are a, a competency-based uh, organization, which means that if a spouse has already been working uh, and hopping from job to job and, they, and they've been in HR, for instance, right? They can go into our HR program and challenge every test, write every paper and get done as soon as possible, right? We are, we are, ev we are doing everything we can to be student-centric. Again, we got our mentors. It's the same thing. We got our scholarships that we offer. Hell, we even have a military spouse scholarship that we have. Um, and sometimes I hate, I hate bringing this up because it feels like, like it's, to, we have a gold scar scholarship as well. And I just, I, I want to put that out there because sometimes they get forgotten. Right. I don't want to kind of like highlight that. Right. But I do want to want to say that we do everything that we can to move the needle in the right direction for, for anybody that's service connected. So Thanks for, uh, think, oh, go ahead, Yogi. Uh, let's clarify for some of our listeners that are either family members and they don't know what that means and or junior sailors and Marines or not everybody's familiar what a Gold Star Family Scholarship is, if you don't mind okay. explaining. So Gold Star, Star Family Scholarships are scholarships that we have set aside for uh, personnel who have lost a service member uh, in action uh, or, or in training. Um, and so we do everything that we can to make sure that we are supporting uh, the loved ones of the fallen. Thank you. Thank you for uh, explaining that. Just looking at your website right now, I mean, I can see that you have your, then your Gold Star Family Scholarship, your Guardian of Our Nation Scholarship, Honoring Our Heroes Scholarship, Military Appreciation Scholarship, and Military Spouses Scholarship. And every one of them obviously goes into a different uh, financial range, which is very, very unique for you guys to advertise that on your website. N very few times do you see that transparency, right? Yes. So uh, I'm assuming the Guardian Our Nation scholarship is more for the reservists. Yeah. One. So, so yep. Uh, those those are for. So you'll see and you'll be able to like click on there and go to the criteria. Uh, it'll tell you what the criteria is. The Guardian Our Nation is specifically for those personnel that are that are in the National Guard or in the reserves of some sort. Uh, we do have the active duty scholarship. Um, and then, like I said, the Gold Star one is on there. All the other scholarships that are available, that, that's just the military page. If you went to our College of IT or if you went to our scholarship, you'll see that anybody can have uh, access to any of those scholarships. And you can actually not stack a scholarship, but uh, in some areas where the Internet isn't good. We have grants that that you don't have to pay back because again, we want our students to make sure we want to make sure that our students don't have problems with internet connection. So we'll pay for the internet connection. If you need a computer, we'll do that as well. We don't make you pay for books at all. Everything is 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 all in with us. And our tuition, and I, I didn't bring this up, but our tuition uh for our bachelor's programs, about about four grand, about four grand for, for six months. So if you're looking at the scholarship. Uh, uh, amounts, and you're looking at how fast you can actually finish. Um, you know, it, it, run, run, run the uh, the the ROI. You know what I'm saying? The return on the investment. Uh, because at the end of the day, I'm telling you right now, if I would have known about WGU while I was in, I would have left with my master's. I'm in. I'm in an MBA program right now. Uh, because I feel like you can't you can't just be a a member. You have to actually do it. Uh, so I decided that that I was just going to go in and do the NBA thing. And what I found out, man, I love that mug. Uh, and what I found out is that, is that, that is so awesome. That is awesome. So what I yeah, found you, you out gotta, is that being a chief, so that way. 
going to senior enlisted academy, right? The stuff that I did in senior enlisted academy is the same stuff. All I had to do was learn their language. And, and this is a shout out to all of the, the, the people that are getting ready to transition. I'm asking, are you bilingual? And everybody will like look at me and be like, what are you talking about? Of course you're bilingual. Every time that you transfer to a command, you had to learn their language. You had to learn how to do their stuff. You had to learn all of their things. And so, and so once we get in and we learn the language, it's easy. It's so easy. College is so easy. I, I'm not the guy that I used to be when I sucked at school early on. You're a different person with all the evals that you had to like write or write, with all the all the all the uh, instructions that you had to change, with all the three M certifications, qualifications, and things that you had to write. All of those things have prepared you to be head and shoulders above the the the, the your peers that are out there that have already done it because you had to do it under pressure, right? And so and so. To me right now, getting this MBA is a formality, except for the math piece. The math piece is um, IR was a gunner's mate, 10 fingers, 10 toes. Sometimes I use these lines right here to count, but when I'm out, I'm out. Gotcha. So I wanted to show this to the class. This mug is from VAQ 140. Uh, when I was stationed with them um, a few years back, you know, you can see the VAQ 140. Nice. This, was, this mug was uh, sponsored by the messes and it was amazing uh but yeah so i also wanted to add up to the before i give it to chris that i'm also looking through your page not only do you have those grants and scholarships from there but you also have scholarships tailored by state that is amazing man so over to you chris yeah so i got a question regarding uh not just for spouses but also military children Yep. and veteran children and why why is wgu a good option for let's say somebody that's got an a child that's going to become an adult while they're overseas why would wgu be good all right hey i'm i'm, I'm gonna tell you this right now um and this i know that the the attention that we're talking about right now is for military families but I'm gonna tell you right now, WGU is head and shoulders in front of everybody when it comes to supporting uh, people that are disenfranchised, people that are pushed to the side, people that 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 don't have or can't afford the traditional college um, um, path, um, whether it be because they don't have money or or the time or their personal situation. WGU has just now launched uh, a program where they're allowing for teenagers to go to WGU, right? competency-based learning so that they can matriculate and be in and, and, and be able to, to, to make a livable wage as soon as they get out, right? And so being able to get children, get young people bought into the idea of competencies is something that that is near and dear to my heart. Like when you look at, when you look at everything that is going on out there uh, in, in the world and how different organizations are, are trying to make sure that their people uh, know things, it's all competency-based, right? They're measuring skills. They're measuring learning, right? It's not about how much time you spend in the classroom. It's not about how much time you've done this. It's about can you do the job and can you learn and can you pivot? And so these young people, and, and I, listen, our, our, our system, when it comes to education for young people is broken. My wife is a dean of students. Okay, um, she's a dean of students at a middle school, and, and 
they are actually a charter school. So they're able to do a whole lot of brand new innovative things uh, to make sure that they align their curriculum with what's going on uh, in the world. A lot of public schools aren't able to do that. And so this, 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 you know, uh, uh, stand there and, and, you know, learn how to work in a factory and do this by this uh, uh, education model uh, has to go out the window. Um, I read a survey uh, last year, it was called California Competes. Obviously, I'm in California, so you're right. I read a survey, and in that survey, it said that, that by 2025, there are going to be 2.3 million unfillable jobs in the area of tech because we don't have the people that have the skills for it. Now, when I look at that number right there, and I'm looking at Google, I'm looking at Amazon, I'm looking at all of these places that are giving these free certifications away right now, they're giving them away for free because they see the writing on the wall and there's probably gonna be more. They're probably projecting out to 2030, 2035, 2040. And here's the thing, my kids are gonna be in the workforce by then. So if I don't do something that is going to shift that paradigm when they're 14, when they're 13, when they're 17, right now, right? Then what is that doing for them later? Because my kid may not have 15 years to get their degree. Life is what happens when you're busy making plans, folks. And so if there isn't opportunities that are out there that they can attain, then you have nothing. I love, I love seeing all the things that I, the, the buzzwords, right? There's opportunities here. There's opportunities there. There's opportunities there. The problem is, is that access without opportunity means nothing. And WGU's mission is to make sure that you get access, access granted. All right. Ambition never rests. You need the access to do it. Let's get it. Did I answer your question? You sure did. All right. <laughs> now shifting gears. Who are you? What are you? Where do you come from? No, I'm just playing. I'm hey, sorry. That was a pretty hey, let, me, let me uh before before we completely shift, I'm gonna ask one more question. Okay. Because yep. this is this is pretty important, right? Education's great, all the resources that you had out there. What about job placement? Job placement is is huge for us. And so again, with that network of of people, first and foremost, I told you that the four areas that we focus on are business, always gonna be there. Teaching, we've got a shortage right now. Health professions, we've got a shortage right now. IT, we've got a shortage right now. WGU is focused on making sure that professionals can go out there and upskill and get to where they need to go. Okay? Like, like that is our mission. And so with our job placement, anybody that we partner with, it costs nothing to partner with WGU. We're, we're a private nonprofit. Okay, it costs absolutely nothing. The reason why I exist is to not only break down barriers for military personnel, but also to partner with with groups that want to upskill and help their workforces. Okay, and so at the end of the day, if I can't get into your organization and talk to your H, if I can come into your organization and talk to your HR about about hey. I got a person, there's a gap, we can fill it. Boom, we can do that. Now let's talk about the person that doesn't have a job. You get a degree and you can't do anything with it, right? That's a problem. Everything that we do is all about job placement. We have additional student services that, that allow for you through Handshake. The people that we partner with, the reason why we partner with, with Amazon, with, with Google, with all the people that we have uh, partnerships with, the reason why we do these things 
is to make sure that our students have access to opportunities. Again, it goes right back to what I was saying earlier. It goes right back to what I was saying earlier. If there's opportunities out there, but you don't have access to them, it does not matter. And so again, us trying to be the most student-centric university out there means that we're going to partner with Amazon so that we can get our students access. We're going to partner with McDonald's corporate to get our students access. We're going to partner with whoever it is, right, to make sure that our students have access to opportunity. Amen, man. And that that's that's pretty badass because you guys have mentorship. You guys have staff that have military experiences. You offer degrees in, like you said, IT, business, healthcare, and education areas that's never going to go away. You guys help people out with their TA six-month classes. You could take as many classes as you could cram in there. I'm going to ideally say that if you're active duty, WGU is what I recommend everybody. I've been recommending everybody to go to WGU ever since I found out about you guys while I was in Japan. You guys have uh, you guys have association with the Air Force and Navy Community College. You guys help spouses out. You guys have scholarships. And you guys help the military children and job placement. You guys sound like just an all-around exclusive college. And it's not just it's not necessarily just a veteran and military exclusive college. There's other people that are going to this, but your community uh for the military is amazing. So thanks, man, for coming. I gotta be honest with you, Chris. Um, you know how when you were in the military, you would go to uh, the command and you do your check-in and then they have like their mission, their vision, their principles, and they have everything. And then like you're, you're there. And, and if you got, if you got really lucky and you got there at the right time, then everything that was written on the wall, you could see it every single day. Right. At WGU, that's the way that I feel. I don't have to work. Right. I own two businesses. I'm an entrepreneur. WGU, when I walk in and I'm dealing with the people that are there, uh, Right, right up to the lowest, lowest level person to our president, Scott Pulsifer. I'm telling you right now, the stuff that is written on the wall, they believe it. They believe it. And so we are on mission. We are on task. And if we mess up, we're okay with not knowing. We're okay with messing up. We're okay with being wrong. We're not okay with staying that way. And so if there is anything that we can do to move the needle in the right direction for our students, we're going to do it. So now let's talk about why is it that you feel that way? How did you get there? I see a little anchor in the back and a couple of things in the background. You know, you know, who are you? What are you? How much time were you in and what did you do? All right. Well, uh, I am I am Davon Copeland. I am a gunner's mate to the core. Uh, was that from the beginning till the end? Uh, and the end isn't nearing at all. Um, but uh, I got to be honest with you. Uh, first and foremost, I'm a dad. I'm a husband. Uh, I'm a God fearing man. And I believe that if you do the right things for the right reason, then good is going to come to you. Um, I did not plan on coming to WGU. Uh, are working for WGU after I retired. I did 20 years, four months, and 23 days. I retired as a senior chief. I picked up warrant officer and turned it down uh, because I got weak. And I'm going to tell you why I got weak. 
I went to shore duty. I was back to back to back sea, sea tours, right? I went boom, boots on ground, boom to a DDG, boom to a frigate, right? And then I went and I and I was a senior, senior person at a shore command. I was a master chief there, but you know how master chief is. It's like senior chief, do you handle your business? That's what he used to always tell me. So he would let me sit the SEL uh, uh, seat. And uh, I was going home every day. I was going to football games. I was going to basketball. I was doing wrestling, doing all this other stuff. And it was the it was the worst thing for my career, but the best thing for my family. And I uh, when I got there, I had already submitted the 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 package. And so I think a lot of people thought that I that I turned it down because I wanted to be a gunner's main master chief. Who would, who doesn't want to be a gunner's main master chief? By the way, um, but uh, when I got there, um, my my whole perspective changed on life. And so, um, so yeah, at that point, that's when I really was like, yo, you need to hurry up and get this degree. So, um, so yeah, that's, that's me, um, proud, proudly served. Like I said, 20 years, four months, and 23 days. I wasn't counting. Um, you know, when, when you get ready <laughs> or you request to, when you request, because you don't just get to get out when you request to retire, uh, especially when your terminal date is 26 years, like my, as a senior chief at the time, my terminal date is 26 years. Uh, I had to request to get out. They told me no three times. And I just kept on submitting, submitted, 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 submitted. I was actually a 3MC on board a uh um on board a um uh LHA, uh LHA seven, as a matter of fact, uh, you know, pre-com in the, the Tripoli. Uh, and they was like, nope, 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 nope. And then finally they were like, all right, man, you can go. So um I got my I got my transfer to inactive reserve, you know, whatever, but our fleet reserve. Uh, but I still haven't gotten my retirement papers because, you know, they didn't call me back eventually, but, you know, I'm getting too old for that. Like my, I, my glasses, I'm old, gray. Um. <laughs> so how did you end up in the WGU? So, um, uh, before I got out the Navy, I was trying to do everything that I could, could to pad my resume. Um, and what I mean by that, I was always trying to get that alphabet soup in the background, right? Those certifications. And so I, I, uh, did a certification called the Resiliency Building Leadership Program Certification, RBLP, um, and I became an instructor for them. And then I got the opportunity to, uh, start my own business, uh, called the Real Institute to do those, uh, certifications. And one of the other, uh, instructors who was becoming an entrepreneur as well and started to start her business gave my name to Western Governors University. And so I I was like, you know what? Uh, let's see if this really is like a sailor of the quarter board or whatever, right? Because it's been a long time. I, I'd never interviewed, right? Um, uh, in, in 20 years. And so, uh, it was a, it was a pretty grueling process. And by grueling, I don't mean that it was, it was tough, but, uh, it took about six weeks for them to make the decision for me. And I was like, man, I don't know, like what's going on. Right. Um, which I, which to this day, like I realize is important because our team is so great. Um, which by the way, and, and, and I'm, I'm kind of jumping off subject here. Uh, my team, the military team that I have, uh, had it not been for them, I probably would have quit WGU and been one of the statistics of the veterans, but I was able to have that that tribe with me and being been able to talk to them because all of them had already gone through what I what I was going through. So I had a group of people that were there at WGU. That's why when I tell you they believe what's written on the wall, man, like they really circled around me and was like, bro, like you're gonna go through this. Um, but I digress. So um I get on, I'm talking with my boss and our, our, you know, he's my boss now, my regional. And, uh, you know, he's, he offered me the position. Now, for those of you that are listening right now, you got to pay attention to this. We don't know how to negotiate uh, salary. 
uh, when we get out of the military. So make sure that you do your homework and negotiate the salary because um, Bob, my, my boss, and I'm calling you out, Bob, if you hear this, Bob is a great dude. He's a wonderful guy. He was like, he called me and he was like, hey, so you're going to take the job? What do we say we're going to pay you? And I was like, I was like, well, as a senior chief, I think I get paid like X amount of money a year. So this is what I need. And he hung up the phone. Boom. Five seconds later, I got a phone call from somebody else. Boom. Five seconds later, I got a phone call from somebody else. And I'm like, it took them six weeks to interview me, but I just got phone calls back to back. They got me for cheap. No, I'm just... <laughs> you know, the uh, that whole entire aspect is one thing that, you know, I'm like, oh, man, you know, I'm actually taking a class later on, uh, you know, shout out to uh, Vet CTAP program um, because they actually have a salary negotiation talk about it. I'm here and, for it. Teach me. Oh, uh, yeah, seriously. <laughs> It's like, but I'm happy. Yeah. I'm happy with what WGU has given me the growth that I'm getting, the education that I'm getting in corporate America. Um, I feel like I'm learning so much, so much. So I, I want to hear a little bit more about your business uh, businesses, man. I'm I'm your <laughs> entrepreneur uh, person that loves to talk about businesses, and I I love doing research and stuff like that. So uh, t- tell us what what businesses did you create, man? All right, so um, I actually um, own two businesses right now. One is called The Real Institute. uh, And at The Real Institute, uh, we do uh, the training for the Resiliency Building Leadership Program certification. It's myself and uh, my business partner, uh, Richard Douse. Uh, He actually was a commissioned officer in the military. He is currently a reserved officer right now. Um, And so we do that. Uh, But our most recent venture is CodeWiz. Remember how I told you that I read that that survey that said that there is going to be 2.3 2.3 million unfillable jobs by 2025. I'm looking at my kids and I was like, look, there's something that something needs to be done. And so what I did was I opened up a business. Um, it's a small owned uh, franchise. Uh, a woman runs it, a Nigerian woman, as a matter of fact, who came to America against all odds and knocked, knocked things out. Um, and we were the seventh franchise to open up and the only one on the West Coast. Uh, we launched October 22nd of last year, and uh, we are right in Terracena, uh, right across the street from Canyon Hills High School, right next to military housing. And that was done on purpose. Uh, to make sure that we could serve military families and make sure that they had access to opportunities. And so everything every everything that I do moving forward is going to be to make sure that I can block and tackle for uh, service members. I think that it is something that we have to do. I think that it's something that people, people think about, uh, but don't have action. But like I said, last year, I read that survey and by October, we got our, we we started our business and got our LLC on uh, um, 622. And then we we had our grand open, got our keys in August and then did our grand open in October. So we don't make excuses around here. We make things happen. And I think I learned that uh, not only from my father, but definitely being in the chief's mess um, and, and and being able to, to have access to those opportunities that I got uh, in the mess. So yeah, I'm loving it. Uh, we're growing, we're learning. Um, and I don't see us slowing down anytime soon. I want everybody in this uh, episode that's listening, thecodewiz.com is the website. And if you have a child from the age of seven to 17, I'm pretty sure he'll he'll take the, the really, really impressively 
uh, skilled younger kids as well. Absolutely. Uh, just, just just take a look at their website, and there's there's little FAQs on there. They address a lot of the questions. They have competitions, camps, classes. Take a look listen, at it, guys. Listen, listen. We we. So you already know we have these things called wigs, wildly inspirational goals. I'm telling you right now, we want to have a national team of kids robotics. And to be completely honest, I want an all-girls team because there aren't enough women in tech, right? I want an all-girls team. Right now, we have a, a young lady. Her name is Victoria. Um, matter of fact, her, her, her dad is getting ready to retire from the military. He's an he's a LDO uh, weapons type. Um, well, I think they're all stows now. Uh, but, but he... Um, Definitely, definitely, um, she is five. She's five and she's building robots that that beat the crap out of things. Today, I had to leave her today. We had to buy new sets and do different things because she has eliminated everything already. And so um, she's keeping us on our toes, man. And I gotta be honest with you, man. I love watching these kids be able to do things. Uh, somebody, my dad lied to me and told me that I wasn't gonna be able to make money playing video games. That was a lie. But at CoWiz, like not only do we wanna unlock kids' imaginations, but we wanted to be a space where kids can just do whatever it is that they want. Uh, somebody somebody told me that Wakanda wasn't real. That's Elias and Terrasana right there at CoWiz. I'm telling you right now, anybody can come there and imagine anything. You want you we we want Harry Potter that stuff. We can do it. We can make it in the games. We 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 do it all, man. And I just love it. I feel really blessed to be able to to do those things in the military. If 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 not for my service, I wouldn't be able to maneuver the way that I am. Wow, this is fascinating, man. And so you're the plays you what is your background before you joined the military oh man my background was 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 hard work i came for, I actually grew up in southeast san diego uh we were on section eight um we hit the section eight lottery i went to, to tory pines for two years which is a pretty affluent place and then we got evicted because you know we didn't pay rent on time so we <laughs> back to the hood. that's another story for another time but like i come from humble beginnings we didn't have very much i got got five brothers and sisters six brothers and sisters um, and my one, one thing that I will say is that my parents, uh, they taught me all about hard work. Um, you know, my mother used to tell me, uh, good, better, best, never let it rest until your good gets better and your better gets best. And every year that I grew, like I realized what that meant. And I could watch my parents like work the hard work and dedication that they put into us. Uh, we didn't have much. We had a lot of love. Sometimes we had a lot of, a lot of punching and all that other stuff. Cause we was knuckleheads and everything like that. But, um, yeah, I'm just really grateful and thankful for my family. Um, and so, yeah, yeah, I'm I'm like super dad. I got five kids and my nephew just came to live with us uh, to go to middle college right now because educational opportunities is extremely important. I think that education is the equalizer. I don't care what anybody says. I don't care what anybody does. Don't let, don't let, don't, do not be the person that leaves out of the military uh, uh, without some type of education. I'm not saying that is for everybody. But but you got to make sure that you maximize because if it's if it's just the annotation on that paper that's stopping you from being from from being where you are, um, um, that's a no go. We again we don't make excuses. We make things happen. Man, you know, bro, you you inspire me, man. You, you you're an inspiration to many many different types of not just demographics but just people in general. I really am so glad that we got to like interview and hear a little bit about your life and that you talked about how you came from humble 
humble uh, beginnings and then you gave that advice that your mom gave you man you know what was that advice one more time say it so 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 the advice that my mom gave me she used to always always rhyme sing music is everything but uh good better best never let it rest until your good gets better and your better gets best i know that you're big on like these these like what advice would you give but there's different advice that i would give to my 18 year old self okay and i want to give that before we before we leave i know that yeah yeah, we, we we are going to get there, man. And I, I just, bro, you, yeah, man, you, you're uh, you're you're pretty badass, man. So th- thanks for coming on here, man. We're gonna we're gonna move on over to the uh, the bonus questions. Unless Yogi's got one more, you got one more, Yogi. Throw it you out. Got it, Yogi. Yeah. So I I want to talk about you. You meant briefly mentioned it, and for our active duty service members, they have no idea what we're talking about when you mentioned that you face some challenges when you face the workforce and that you were about to become a statistic if it hadn't been for the military team that was there with you. What does that even mean? Honestly, a lot of us do not even have any idea what that means until you are no longer active duty. You're going through that transitioning, reintegration process, yet unless you're prepared, you're going to face that unless you hear about it and you start planning how to not become a statistic, you're going to face all those challenges. So I'd love, I'd love for you to elaborate if you don't mind. I know it's difficult and I apologize. No, it's not. It's not. It, it actually, um, I'm kind of getting filled with emotion as you ask this question, uh, because, because I, I look at like service members that have passed away that I knew that that had a rough transition. Right. And um, man, so in the military, when you come into the military, and I truly believe this, man, I truly believe that anybody that's coming into the military, with exceptions of like the Green Berets, the Navy SEAL, like my daddy's daddy's daddy, mama, mama, mama was, was in the military and this is blah, 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 blah. I really feel like everybody that joins the military is running away from something. I feel like they're either running away from home because their parents are rich and they're trying to control them. They're running away from the monotony of working on a farm. They're running away from gangs, drugs. Like in my situation, I was a single father who was 17 years old with a kid and all this other stuff. And like, if I I was, I was either going to be dead in jail, right? Whatever you're running away from, whatever you're running away from. Okay. Um, by the time that it's time for you to get out the military, you have to learn that there are two ways to run. When you join the military, you were running away from things. If you leave the military and you're still running away from things, then you didn't learn a second way to run. And that's running toward things. You got to run toward goals. You got to run toward your attainment. You got to run toward what's relevant for you and what's good for you. And so when you start talking about statistics, the military did a really good job of giving you three things when you came in. They gave you identity. They gave you a career. And they gave you a mission. Tomorrow, when you leave, you have to reinvent yourself. You have to get the training that is going to be relevant for you so that you have a career and you are now your mission. And so a lot of times service members will leave because they are leaving on their own and they feel alone. I'm saying this right now, loud and clear. You are never on your own. 
the way that you're not going to be a statistic is if you listen to those words and you get access to the resources that are out there. I don't care if you're going to Idaho. There is a veterans station that is there that is going to be able to help you. I don't care if you go to Alaska. I don't care if you go back to the small town. There is someone or a network of people that are going to be there, whether it be a veterans beer club, whether it be four block, whether it be anything hell whether it's me like doing this virtual stuff and talking that you do not have to be alone you don't never have to be alone again so don't worry about being a statistic more than understanding that you don't never have to be alone we are here we are strong and we are one amen brother speak it out there you know (laughs) i forgot to ask you man you're a reboot graduate, ain't you? <laughs> I actually work. I actually work with Maurice a whole lot, man. And uh, Maurice who? Maurice who? Yeah, Maurice. Uh, man, I can't think of his last name Maurice right now. Wilson. I think it's Wilson. I always mess up his name on the podcast. Wilson. I think it's Wilson, man. Maurice is awesome, yeah. man. He is such a joy. I believe he was a gunner's mate as well. Gunner's mates just do good shit. Uh, he was, uh, <laughs> he was yeah, a he corpsman. was a corpsman. I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> now everything's a gunner's mate way all right man hey hey i was a gunner's mate listen we get it from the bottom man and we just keep on moving and take people with us you're like oh yeah man you're pretty cool you must be a gunner's mate and if you yep. i'm gonna you're make you a gunner's mate, mate. Yep, I mate <laughs> yeah man oh man yo bro I don't even know what to follow up on, uh, how to follow up on that, except for saying that that is all rock solid advice. And that is exactly what people that are listening to this need to hear. And it doesn't matter whether you're staying in or getting out, it is relevant all the way through. So thank you, man. Uh, running, running away, running towards bro that I felt that man, I, a little tear right here, man. I'm not sure if you can see it, but I was cutting. Yeah. I was cutting the onions for a lasagna for one, too, earlier when you asked me that question about statistics. <laughs> so I get it, <laughs> brother. And I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put this out there. You know, any more save rounds or alibis on the on this uh, on this round? Am I uh, am I gonna be able to answer that that 18 or what? Are you talking to him? Uh, we're yeah, we're we're gonna go. Uh, we're gonna go into the bonus round. We're going into the bonus round. Okay. <laughs> All right. So bonus round questions, man. Tell us what books or podcasts do you have out there for transitioning or pretty much anybody that could use advice? What books okay. or podcasts helped you through your journey? So, so um, the, the, the number one book that I just keep on referring to is a book uh, called Radical Candor. Um, and I love the book. There's so many things to take away and we can talk for, for, for hours and hours and hours and hours and hours about it. Um, but, but I'm going to give you a message, um, that I got from it. And then, and then I'm going to, um, read something real quick from it. Okay. The first message is radical candor. My, my understanding of it, radical candor is treating people with dignity and respect. And I think that over the last couple years, all of America has been polarized. We've been kind of getting at each other, the military, like all kinds of things, right? And 
we're at a place right now where we're treating somebody as a human being with dignity and respect is now considered to be radical candor. Um, we got to do better together, all of us. Man, I, I looking at this, this group right now, bro, Yogi, your name is Hernandez. My assumption is that you're Latino, right? Chris, you're a white dude. I'm a black dude, right? Like, Look, look, I play football, man. We don't, we don't do like, like, you know what I'm saying? Like it is what it is. Right. Um, <laughs> I never had that problem on a sports team because we were able to, to talk to each other and understand each other. And the, and the, and the purpose of our conversation was so that we could get closer to each other and understand each other, whether we agreed or disagreed. Right. And so in the book, man, it's so funny, man. I opened up, it's on page, uh, uh, 157. Um, but, but I need to say this, that when bias plays out over the whole organization, it can either impact people in a profound way or destroy them. That is gorgeous. That is absolutely gorgeous. I just want to hold this up right here. Because it is. I'm a fan of this book as well. There it is. And it's really funny because today, actually last night, so in which you're going to be a part of this group the tribe right we so chris and i started uh i think on facebook or facebook a group not too long ago and then i think last week or the week before we started posting about books that we love and that we're sharing the little book club and yesterday the day before uh one of the guys and or chris posted radical candor so and now you're bringing it up and it's fascinating, man. It's to me that synergy, the synergy of the universe going back and reinforcing what we have out there. Yeah. Yeah, man. Um, I think that it's great. I think that that book is great. And I just like if I ever just need to like come back to square one or if I'm struggling with grace, man, because sometimes grace is what we need. We got to give it like I know that I'm saying that and I'm not trying to get religious or anything. However, I am a God loving man. Um, so I'm just throwing that out there. Um, uh, I just I just feel like it's books like that that kind of make you look inward. Um, but I am going to say this. I'm going to say this. If you spend most of your time uh, uh, only looking inward instead of acting, then that's a problem, too. And so the other side of that coin is a book that I'm sure that you guys are going to love. This is a book that I listen to at least at least once a month, it, even if I don't listen to it all the way through it. But it's Can't Hurt Me by David Goggins. I, I, I oh, my God, I got to tell you, book. I got to tell you that that I. I gained so much from that book and, and, you know, I didn't, I didn't grow up. My, my, my father didn't like abuse my mother or anything like that, man. But, um, but, but uh, some of the stuff that he went through, you know, the, the, the racism, those things, like even, even when I was in the military, hell, my first chief told me that I could shoot better if I pulled up with a car and turned my hand sideways. Um, so the Navy changed, the Navy changed, bro. Uh, uh, you know how it was, man. Don't make that face. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm sure you heard some things. You know what I'm saying? But but this is like when I was brand new to the Navy. It's different if you were peers and you joking and everything like that. Not that I'm advocating for that or whatever, but um, but you know how it is. Sometimes we joke around and play, but 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 things things changed a lot. And um, but yeah, that that David Goggins book, um, you know, I felt like I almost felt like I was having a personal conversation to myself. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like every time that he said yeah. anchor up, 
You know what I'm saying? And, and, and I know that a lot of us related to that, us going through the season and everything like that, because, you know, you can have bad days, but you got to take a deep breath, take another deep breath and suck that shit up and keep on moving. I'm not saying like push it down and never deal with it. But at the end of the day, you got to make sure that you face your demons and, and, and go for it. So to, to counterbalance that. Right. Um, so, yeah. And then the last book that I'm reading right now, it's a tough book. It's called Cry Like a Man. Um, some of the damage that I had, some of the damage trauma that I had, like in my life, um, uh, I'm realizing and I'm unpacking now as a 41 year old man, uh, I was never able to hold my daughter's hand, my wife's hand, like walking down the street. And I'm, I'm telling you right now, um, and, and I'm about to say some manly shit right now. You ready? <laughs> if you if you stay ready you ain't gotta get ready and so when I was growing up I would see guys like get beat up because they were walking with their girls or they were you know showing showing like being soft and everything like that and the opening of the book um he couldn't the the guy could not uh uh hold his mom's hand he had a problem with holding his mom's hand he was anxious he had anxiety and it's the same thing that I felt as I was I was reading the book it was the same thing that I felt when I would walk with my wife or my or my daughter like and you know even crossing the street I would just pick her up or I would like grab her or like put my arm around her and and it all came from that and from reading that book as a 40 year old man I finally realized that the trauma that I had was because I saw people get beat up for showing affection and so as a man man like we got to be able to be able to be vulnerable, not like falling and crying and like being in the fetal position and everything, but vulnerable enough with the way that we feel and the people that we care about and reach back and everything uh, uh, and give love, man, and, and be human, bro. So those are the three. I'm speechless on, on that. Uh, I'm speechless. So because of that, and I don't want to get all soft and, you know, emotional, <laughs> and I really love it. Um I'm gonna jump into the next question, right? Which I know you've been dying to answer this question, right? Before you join the military, what advice would you give your 18 year old self? All right, first and foremost, um, there are three things that I would tell myself, okay? Uh, the first one is that love, hate, Anger and fear are all the exact same emotion and they all manifest in different ways. They all manifest in different ways. Love, the affection that I give to the people that are around, the laughter, hate, right? That, that, that deepness within you that stops you and isolates you and, and makes you not like another person. Fear helpless. There's nothing that I can do. In anger, I have the power to do something and I'm going to act upon it. They manifest differently. You need to understand you and you need to understand that all of those emotions can break you or make you and get you to where you need to be. I wish somebody would have said that to me because I had a whole lot of all of them and they're all the same, bro. If you've ever loved hard, then you know it's the same feeling in your gut and your pit as that hate hard. It get that same feeling that you get when you when your ears are burning. It give you that same fight or flight or freeze that you get when things go bad. It's that pit, man. It's the same thing, it just manifests different. Yeah, 
So that's one. Okay. The other thing is this. Okay. What you tell yourself, what you tell yourself, what you speak to yourself, what you say to yourself can make you or break you. Make sure that you give yourself positive self-talk. If don't nobody else in this world believe in you, you got to build yourself up because the world is designed to break you down, brother. And I got to tell you, it will. And it's going to do a great job of it. You don't need to help it. Okay? And then the last thing is this. Okay? I want you to think of this as a, as a, as a, as a math problem. Okay? Who you are now with the greater than sign, what you were. Who you are now, a greater than sign, what you were. It's always gonna be somebody that remembers you as being that knucklehead, that loser, that quitter, that person that didn't know anything, that ignorant person, that whatever it is, in, in, insert whatever adjective, whatever uh, a descriptor, whatever advert, whatever it is that you wanna put there, whatever you wanna put. Who you are now, and many of us, who you are becoming, is greater than who you were. And that's it. I, I would like to ask you what, to follow that up with what advice or would you change to a transitioning service member? And when would you give them this advice? Man. I'm going to tell a transitioning service member this. No matter what you did in the military, you got to understand that it is a strength. Not only did your service become a strength of America because it is, but everything that you learned, you have been being told what to do, when to do, and how to do your whole darn life. And now ain't nobody else going to be doing it. And that could be scary. But at the end of the day, you didn't know it, but all those collateral duties, all that work and all those things prepared you to be better than all of your counterparts that are out there in the civilian worlds. Do not neglect the fact that you were a command career counselor because now WGU pays me to do that. That's a that's a collateral duty that you used to do every Wednesday. Okay. Do not take your command fitness stuff where you had to do all this data analytics and do all of this stuff and think that that's not the same thing that you're going to have to do in a corporate area where you're talking about stats and data analytics and being able to do that. That's an MBA. You understand what I'm saying? We got to learn the language. You just got to learn the language. You are head and shoulders above everything that they want. Uh, there isn't a CEO, a COO, a CHO, anybody in a C-suite that doesn't want you act accordingly. Wow. Beautiful. Beautiful. I'm going to turn it over to Chris. Wow. I, I'm those last maybe 10 minutes have nothing to say except for wow. Yeah. I'm going to have to call you a, a transitioning uh, philosopher. Um, <laughs> that was, I love it, man. That was pretty magical, man. And everything that you said on, I'm sitting here over here writing it feverishly. I'm like, man, this is good. This is good, man. You know, uh, and what you were saying about uh, self-talk and realizing that we are our own worst enemy at making ourselves better and who we're, who we're going to be next, man. And brother, it's been an absolute honor to have you on here, man. But before I let you go, 
how can people get a hold of you if they feel that something really resonated with them or they want to get in contact with you about WGU or about your uh, CodeWiz program or even the um, mentorship program that you also have as well? Yep, yep. Uh, so uh, they can contact me for Western Governors University if they have any questions, comments, doubts, worries, concerns, or fears, or even if they want to uh, uh, partner with a nonprofit organization, it costs them nothing. Uh, they can contact me at uh, Davon, D-A-V-O-N dot C-O-P-E-L-A-N-D at W-G-U dot E-D-U. Uh, if they want to reach out um, with CodeWiz, you can pop up and come through uh, in Terra Santa. We are located uh, right behind Roundtable Pizza in that community. Uh, our address is 10425 Terra Santa Boulevard. We are suite 110 uh, and we do a whole bunch of family nights. We're ramping up for our robotics uh, stuff and we got camps that are coming out uh, not only for spring break, but also for summer. And we're looking to partner with schools so that we can extend our educational services uh, and you know do it in a fun way. Um, and my email address there is dcopeland. D C O P E L A N D at the codewiz.com. Um, and then anybody that is trying to trying to get uh professional development training, uh, you can get me at the real-institute.com. Um, yeah, we do all kinds of talks and speeches uh for the real institute, and we are trying to expand our services to make sure that we give educational opportunities uh to anyone everywhere. Uh, we're actually working to turn it into a nonprofit so that we can uh, start doing it for free. <laughs> so, and all this information, or the majority of it, can be found on your LinkedIn profile. Oh, I do got a LinkedIn. David Copeland, also, and you are going to be part of our network too. And bro, I blown out of the water, fully, fully. Happy that Chris ran into you and brought on, brought you onto the podcast. Thank you. Thank you for everything that you're doing. Absolutely. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for this opportunity. Um, like I said, I think that y'all's mission is way more important than anybody um, else that's doing it, man. I, I got to be honest with you. We, we need to know that we're not alone and, and, and it's, it's, it's podcasts like this, that, that touch us in a different way uh, because y'all are bilingual. Y'all speak in our language. No one else is. You know what I'm saying? So I appreciate this space. It's awesome. And if there's anything that I can do to assist, let me know. Yeah, brother. And like uh, yeah, like Yogi was saying, thank you for coming on here, man. It's not just a podcast. It's not just a Facebook group. It's not just LinkedIn. It's actually building a community of tribal members. And I consider you a brother in the tribe. Thank you for coming on to Return to Roots Mill to Vet. It's all about helping each other out. It is symbi symbiotic in so many different ways. This is not just for veterans. It's not just for military. And it's not just for family members. It's for everyone that's falling underneath that category. So if you listen to this and you're not a service member, you're not a veteran, or you're not a family member, I do want to thank you for listening to this. I want you to take a look at some of the things that Devon is working on because they could probably use your support. So thank you. Hit the smash on this guy. He needs to be followed. 
because he's going some places that it's the sky's the limit with this guy. So thank you so much for coming on here. Everyone else that's listening, remember your transition's your responsibility. So take charge of it. Chris, yes. before you before you roll out, um, okay. I got some people that is going to beat me up if I don't correct you. I'm sorry. You said that the sky's the limit. If the sky was the limit, there wouldn't be footsteps on the moon. So you got me. You got me good. All right, <laughs> bro. <laughs> All right, man. Like I said, it's your transition and you're in charge of it. So take charge of your own transition. Return the roots out. Do us a solid. Share this content with everyone you know, regardless if they're associated with the military or not. This content will help someone you know, and hopefully will lessen the deadly gap after service. Our goal is to do whatever we can to reduce the number of suicides from 22 to 0 within the community. Give us a 5-star review, follow, like, and subscribe. We're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, TikTok, and you can follow us on LinkedIn and Instagram for more content from our guests. These are our personal experiences and we do not represent the views of the United States Navy and or the Department of Defense. Your transition is ultimately up to you. Please do your research and ask questions. Use Master Chief Google or ask a friend and network within the community that you belong to. Return the roots out. I was like, if you would have dressed up as Mario, I would have dressed up as Luigi. I'm not gonna win. <laughs> my, daddy, my daddy named me Dave Vaughn because his name was Dave. And whenever I messed up, he'd be like, Dave off.